Welcome to episode 3 of Tidal Waves. So in this episode we're going to be discussing some problems facing today's environment and oceans. Well, this is the fertilizer shortage going on. So this is currently happening due to stop shipments of fertilizer from Russia due to their, their well not as recent anymore, but their invasion of Ukraine. So Russia is basically a top exporter of nitrogen-based fertilizer and is the second in phosphor and potassium fertilizer exports. We'll get more into the science of fertilizers later. So this growing dependence on fertilizers and as the population increases and the rising global middle class, we demand more food fertilizer. And this has become a staple to increase crop yields and that's why we're having this backfire now, which will lead to a food crisis which we'll talk about later. So the lack of nitrogen has also led to low crop yields since fertilizers three most important chemicals are nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. So manufacturers are trying to increase nitrogen supply and at least 50 plants are under construction right now to make nitrogen fertilizer. Now while some places have switched back to hog manure for the time being, such as in Iowa, it has its limits since manure only contains a small amount of nitrogen and nitrogen is the limiting factor in a plant growth. So tons of hog manure would be required for just one acre of farmland. This can lead to the pending food crisis and we've already experienced some effects such as in Mexico. Um, there's a chili pepper shortage due to severe weather and droughts. And in Canada and France, there's a mustard shortage due to extreme weather. That doesn't have to do with fertilizer, but I'm just commenting on the fact that we're also experiencing a food crisis and that this fertilizer shortage isn't going to help with that. So next on the list, we have coral bleaching. So corals occupy just about 1% of the world's marine environment, but they provide home to a quarter of marine species. This includes a unique set of fish, turtles, and algae. So what is coral bleaching? Well, when a water becomes too warm or too cold, there's a large change or there is a large change in the coral's environment, such as pH, the corals expel zooxanthellae living in their tissues, which causes the coral to turn completely white, which, because the zooxanthellae is what gives the coral its color. <clears throat> While this doesn't kill the coral, it does put them under a lot of stress and can eventually lead to your death, since the zooxanthellae produce a large portion of the coral's necessary energy requirements. Now, coral bleaching makes them not able to effectively support the marine ecosystems living within and around them, which isn't good for us because they are a very good habitat because they provide a lot of they are like a nursery for fish and animals so 91 percent of reefs on the great barrier reef have been affected by coral bleaching as of 2022 and 75 percent of all tropic tropical reefs have experienced coral bleaching now, some of the effects of losing coral reefs are that shorelines have become more vulnerable to erosion. There's also going to be less breakthroughs in medicine because researchers, by researching the coral's natural chemical defenses, science have been able to develop medicines to treat all sorts of diseases, from cancer and arthritis to Alzheimer's and even heart disease. And also, another effect of losing coral reefs is that there'd be less oxygen in the atmosphere which isn't good either because trees don't provide as much as people like to think about so what are the solutions to this well to combat this core bleaching kenya has turned to reef nurseries which help 
nurse reefs so that they don't get coral, they don't experience coral bleaching. Now, this is only temporary, and the best way to fix coral bleaching would be to just address climate change and pollution, which sounds easy, but it's a very complicated process. Talking about pollution, we're going to talk next about plastic pollutions. So, first, let's say some alternatives to plastic. Um, there's a set of water bottles, so you can have a water bottle, which is a ball, which is water, and it's like seaweed and all that, which does come up with some problems in the environment and growing, but I'm sure it won't be that bad, because you can make them with chemicals, which are hopefully non-toxic. Anyways, so there's a new plastic made by the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology, Lasani, or EPFL, I'm hoping meant I'm pronouncing that right, La, La Sane, which uh, basically, this developed plant, they develop plant-based plastic alternatives which dissolve into sugar. This is great for food packaging. In a paper publishing, published, I mean, in Nature Chemistry on June 23rd, the new plastic alternative is made from non-edible plant materials, similar to polyethylene, terephthalate, or PET, which is a plastic used to make water and other beverage water and other beverage waters. So they basically cook wood and or other non-edible plant materials such as agricultural waste and inexpensive chemicals to produce the plastic precursor. So based on a new method developed by EPFL team in 2016, they add a simple chemical to lignin, which has a natural polymer on it, biofuels, which converts it into a potential source for bio-based plastics or fuels. The team started using formaldehyde as a chemical, but have since started using a different aldehyde or organic compound. Now, by using something like galoxylic acid instead of formaldehyde, they can simply clip sticky groups onto both sides of sugar molecules, which allows them to act as basic building blocks. Now, using this, it can convert up to 25% of weight of agricultural waste into plastic. So this, and they can also convert plastic back into sugars. So inherently degradable nature of these materials shows their chemical recycling via methanolysis at 64 degrees Celsius, which is a process which scrap PET is heated and treated with methanol. This breaks down plastic into its components and component monomers. Now these materials can be used to make films for packaging, textile fibers, and 3D printing filaments. Now this could be really huge since it allows us to repurpose food waste while leaving plastic in the oceans and we can even turn it turn them into 3D printing organs which could save more lives than you can even count. <coughs> Sorry. Now since we're still on the topic of pollution, let's talk about garbage dumping on the ocean. Obviously it kills wildlife. I think we all know this. Um, something you probably didn't know was that a plastic bag was discovered 36,000 feet below the surface of the Pacific in the Mariana Trench. This is deeper than 33 Eiffel Towers laid tip to base. This was only one of 3,000 pieces of man-made debris discovered. Now, what can you do? Well, you can do... While beach cleaning helps, it isn't a good solution because most of what you dispose of after after cleaning out of the ocean is going to be sent back, back out there. So, legislation has to be put in place to check these companies from continuing these practices. So that way, once we have picked out the trash out of the oceans, we can make sure it stays out and it remains that way. <coughs> On other news, the Mississippi River 
has record low levels of water. This is wrecking havoc on the local economy. At least 2,000 barges backed up alongside the river last week, and at least eight are grounded in shallow parts of the river. This is information cited by the U.S. Coast Guard. Now, commercial use of the river has almost completely stopped. If you know anything about geography, the Mississippi River runs from around Canada up there all the way down to like the Gulf of Mexico by Louisiana. Now, less barge, so it basically runs all across the United States and kind of splits them. Plus the United States in half. So less barges moving means less stuff is getting sold, which affects company revenue, which affects job. And we're in a recession now, so that's not good either. Now, due to these low water levels and weakened river flow, salt water from Gulf of Mexico could start coming upstream, threatening the local ecology and drinking water. So salt from the Gulf of Mexico goes up, kills everything, kills the environment, or they might adapt, you know, new ecosystems might form. Maybe you can get an estuary there too. Who knows? It'd be really interesting to see, but again, I don't want to play with that stuff. So more on other news as well, uh, billions of snow crabs have disappeared from borders around Alaska. The Alaska this is resulting in the Alaskan snow crab ca- harvest being canceled for the first time ever. The population of snow crabs in Bering Sea, which is the sea by Alaska, fell below regulatory threshold. Now, the snow crab population has been going down for a while now. It went from 8 billion in 2018 to, over, to 1 billion in 2021. Now, according to Benjamin Daly, which is a researcher, this is, no, this information is according to Benjamin Daly, who is a researcher with the Alaskan Department of Fish and Game. Now, overfishing is affecting this, but it also isn't the only cause. So, white snow crab catches had a 30 million pound increase over 22. 2020 so we're eating more crab which isn't as good as it sounds even though it's kind of healthy and also temperatures around the arctic have warmed four times faster than the rest of the world snow crabs are cold water species and are found in areas where water temperatures are below two degrees celsius so these snow crabs may have just moved lots of fishermen and captains are saying that this is possible and i think hopeful I, hopefully that this is what's happening because if not it's kind of a scary thought that billions of crabs just kind of disappeared because <laughs> yeah that's not very good is it well anyways um i just gave you a lot of anxiety probably if you took any of this seriously um so yeah the world's dying the oceans are dying everything's going to hell it's like 2016 and 2020 all over again Welcome back. But yeah, maybe we could do something, solve something. If you try to do something every day, you might get somewhere, you know? Be 1% better every day and we might actually fix something because small days add up. Alright, this was Tidal Wave signing off. Episode, pretty sure this is three if I'm wrong. Yeah, it's three. Alright, signing off. Episode three. Thank you for listening.